0: For the fashionista in all of us this Christmas, gift the latest women's clothing, shoes and accessories with the Her Gift Card. Available online at card.gift. Welcome back to It's All Her the Podcast. I'm your host, Geordie Lucas. I'm the founder and editor of It's All Her. I was an actress in a previous life, and I'm a mum to a toddler. I've got a lot going on, and I have a passion for helping women live simpler, better lives. For the latest in lifestyle and entertainment news, head to itsallher.com. Welcome, welcome. How are you this week? It's a fresh week. It's almost Christmas. Uh. (laughs) which makes me nervous. I was at the shops. I mean, it's not even the first of December yet and the shops are manic. So I am making myself a list this week and I'm going to try and get all my Christmas gift shopping done. I'm going to give myself a fortnight and then that's it. I'm not stepping foot in another shopping center for the rest of the year. Now, I am hoping this year that I am not tasked with dessert for Christmas Day because desserts are not my forte. Neither are cakes. I don't know if you follow me on socials, but I royally stuffed up my daughter's birthday cake this year. It was a packet mix. Don't ask. So I thought it would be fun this week to have a chat with the wonderful Alicia Henderson from Sweet Bakes. She makes a living out of Baking delicious cakes and delivering them through her amazing concept called Cake Mail. She um, gives us a few tips and tricks on how to nail dessert this year, but also how to create an Insta worthy birthday cake for your child, which I need all the help I can get in that department. Here is my chat with Alicia Henderson from Sweet Bakes. Alicia, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this week. You are. A bit of a cakefluencer. I've just come up with that word. You run Sweet Bakes, and uh, you have over two hundred and twenty thousand followers on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining us. What a
1: lovely intro! I love cakefluencer. Yeah, I've just come up with that so word. I might pinch that. Thank you so
0: much. <laughs> so, tell me a bit about life before Sweet Bakes. Well, I don't really know
1: my adult life before sweet bakes. I started my yeah. business when I was 19 years old. So I've wow. sort of grown up um, only doing and knowing this, but mm-hmm. it certainly wasn't the direction <laughs> that I thought my life would go. I never thought I was going to be in, even in the food industry, not a baker, not in the food industry, not someone who spends a lot of time on a platform called Instagram. Yeah. Not. so. Um, I was actually studying a journalism degree prior to the business. Uh, my family work in media in the back end um, of television. So I mm-hmm. thought I'd study a journalism degree. I'm really interested in yeah in, in writing and presenting and I love all of that. I was working as a dancer. I started doing dance jobs since I was 15 years old. So I was working as a dancer, had that performer nature, yeah. Um, yeah, studying this journalism degree uh, when I was baking cookies as a hobby, which just went totally wild, (laughs) totally wild on social media. So I was like, oh, okay, right. Maybe, maybe we should lean into this and see what happens and been doing it ever since. So it's been eight years since then.
0: Wow,
1: Still here happily baking.
0: So when was that moment that you sort of realized, oh, this could actually be like a full-time gig?
1: Yeah, I think I just read the room in terms of what I was putting out on Instagram. Mm. Um, just sort of started getting like strangers it wasn't even the support necessarily from family and friends that made me realize oh this could be a business it's when strangers started to notice what I was doing online and I suppose being a dancer and a uni student I was like "Mm, cash flow issues (laughs) so if I start selling these um yeah make a bit of extra pocket money while I study and yeah I was like okay hold on there's more than just pocket money here if I if I put my self like fully into this yeah and yeah so just being really attentive of what was going on around me and what people were asking and they're really asking me to to bake to bake okay we can we can try this and of course you know you can defer uni and always go back to that so it didn't necessarily feel that risky Mm. um, to follow yeah excitement and yeah I feel so lucky that I um that I am still doing it poor uni degree my parents are like oh, really? <laughs> baking <laughs> like I don't know we'll see
0: what happens <laughs> at least they get good desserts every time you go over
1: <laughs> exactly oh my gosh it has become the opposite issue we're like please no more cake I'm like oh, really <laughs> <I can't> taste
0: this <laughs> anymore please stop <laughs> such a first world problem <laughs> yeah what would you say in those eight years that you've been running this business what have some of the biggest challenges been
1: Mm, isn't there so many challenges
0: yeah yeah
1: um well my business is built on the fact that everything I've done has been a mistake and then I've learned to do it right
0: yeah okay so
1: the challenges are great I totally embrace those things Mm. I think wearing all of the hats is yeah challenge well, I like that because it's such a great opportunity to teach yourself new skills but I mean I am not just the baker I'm the dishwasher I'm the delivery driver I'm the well I have been the accountant I've done so many of those different parts the marketer mm. um, So really wearing so many hats and taking on that pressure is certainly the biggest challenge yeah it's nice now I have the opportunity to identify where my strengths lie and focusing on those things. So I am a creative person and I love focusing on all of that side of things and showing up for my community both online and in person yeah so really focus on that and then outsourcing anything that I can that isn't comfortable for me um, is super important. so the financial side of stuff. Not for me. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Not for me. So I. Not my bag.
1: Yeah. Not not, going to pretend that it is. So I outsource all of that side of my business. I work with an amazing accountant. Now, it'd be something that I encourage all small business owners to do. Like, look at where your skill set is. Yeah. Focus on that. Outsource the rest. So for, yeah, for me, with the accountant, um, and that doesn't have to be going to the most fancy, Expensive accountant or lawyer or whatever it is that you need. There's so many entry mm. level things for businesses, like those places like H and R Block where you can go and get your best done for like $99 and stuff like that. Like you yeah. don't need to be spending heaps of money. Yeah. Just identifying yeah where you where your strengths are so you can um, focus up and free your time because your time is the most valuable thing that you have. Yeah. Free your time for things that you're not interested in to focus on the uh, for me the fun stuff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's what we like. Yeah. So can you tell me a bit about Cake Mail? Sure.
1: Yeah. So Cake Mail is a concept um, and a name that I coined seven years ago Mm -hmm. um, to streamline a side of business that just wasn't suiting me. So when I was doing the wedding cake scene, I had to uh, have consultations with brides and grooms all the time. And it felt quite difficult, not only to schedule in time that um, we could meet, but I would have to bake like 10 flavors for them to try every single time, which yeah. is really silly to me. Um, and a lot of wasted cake or wasn't wasted. I ate it, but not smart. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, how can I streamline this process and make it easy for everybody? Um, I thought once a month I will send out these packages of cake with all of the different samples, mm-hmm. the cakes are all shelf stable. We'll pop them in overnight posts and send them, send them out to everybody. Yeah. So I did that, um, and the reaction from not just brides and grooms, but people online and all my clients were like, "Can we just be involved with this? Like, we are not yeah. getting married. This is amazing. Who doesn't want cake in the mail?" So, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's so much fun. So that was where the idea started mm-hmm. uh, and from that outset it wasn't something that I wanted to own it wasn't a sweet bakes thing it was like this idea that cake in the mail should be embraced by all bakers and just away the stream their process so it really took off and now yeah, yeah. use that concept of for their samples yeah. um, I didn't I sort of stopped Doing wedding cakes and left that side of the business behind for a few years until COVID happened because mm. uh, I was working on on teaching other people how to bake and touring as an author and doing that sort of thing so yeah when those <laughs> opportunities ceased to exist during COVID I was like mm. okay what do I do now yeah. and going back to that reading the room I was like what can I do that's also going to make people happy so I thought yeah. reviving cake mail that everyone who had asked me for years, can we have this? We're not getting married. I'm like, today is your lucky day. We're doing <laughs> <laughs> It's back and it's for everybody. So I popped it up online and said, we're going to do this one dispatch cake for Australia. Yeah. Jump online. And it sold out in like eight minutes or something outrageous. It just went wow. crazy, totally crazy. Um, at this time, I was not in a commercial premises. So yeah. my parents' kitchen was still registered With the council, so I baked it all from their home kitchen. There was boxes everywhere, just like it was chaos, absolute (laughs) chaos. We brought them all out, and everybody loved it. And it seemed like, as we've now come to learn, COVID wasn't going anywhere. So, I think (laughs) touch wood. (laughs) Done now. I think we're done. I hope we're done. (laughs) Um, I was like, okay, people still want this, and COVID's still around, so let's keep it going. So, I moved into commercial premises and twice a month cake mail club goes out to it's not a subscription service people just jump online um, and try to snap them up the theme Mm. changes every month too we've had a lot of a lot of fun with that there's had everything from halloween theme to um a free britney box oh my god (laughs) yeah like like we, we have some fun with it um yeah and it gets sent out to people all across australia which especially during covid has been so lovely like there's been rural places that like we find it so hard to access things here or I don't have a cafe that I can go to in my 5k range they could get something that made their day a little bit brighter
0: in places
1: that was was really beautiful and the cake mail hashtag was something that we really propelled to for other bakers to jump on board with as a community You were all sort of highlighting each other um sharing each other's work and saying, yeah, use this to keep your business afloat, but yeah, make people super happy.
0: Because I imagine, well, it's not even imagining, the, the people that bake wedding cakes, yeah. like their businesses would have struggled so, oh, so much, much through this I mean, time.
1: Watching, it's been really hard to watch. I feel so fortunate in a way that I wasn't in that game before this all happened, but watching all of my friends in the industry having to yeah. work it has been so difficult it's not just the fact that weddings were cancelled it's like and now they're being rescheduled so the work that you were meant to do 18 months ago that you'd maybe already been paid for and that money that was in the business isn't there anymore yeah 18 months later they're still trying to fulfill those orders and things like that so this concept of yeah you know cake mail has kept them alive during that yeah. time but yeah now they've got the backlog of all the which is great it's great we're celebrating and doing the wedding thing but it's certainly yeah the events industry was hit extremely extremely hard over that time yeah mm.
0: you mentioned just before that you did book touring yeah how did that opportunity come <laughs> about to write a book a children's book
1: I know I know it's so funny when you write a children's book and you don't have kids it's, yeah and like, and there's small people in my life so I'm like I don't know if this is about <laughs> my brain but <laughs> uh, so I had yeah the opportunity a publisher there was I think a tv pilot circulating somewhere in their atmosphere at one point so they noticed me um through there and reached mm-hmm. out to me and said hey we've looked you up we really like what you're doing do you want to write a cookbook um and I said oh I've actually got this other idea because a year prior I I think I was in the bath or in the shower you know when you just get deep in one monobo- of yeah weird lines of thought I was thinking about how cupcakes get all the glory because they're so beautiful and look pretty but muffins are so delicious that was where yeah. my brain was I was like well a muffin is a really good metaphor for inner beauty And am like yeah. as soon as I thought about that I'm like oh my god I have to write a children's oh. story about this yeah. so I grabbed out my iPhone and quickly in the notes in my iPhone I had this story and it sat there for a year until they reached out and I was like yeah I've got it to- I've got another idea and they loved it yeah. um so Millie Muffin is the story that I yeah. wrote and also illustrated which was really fun because I'm always painting on cakes and cake is my art form yeah and transitioning that art onto pages in watercolor was a real challenge but mm-hmm. uh, I think she came up really cute so so cute yeah, I've um been happily doing that for the last two years I think she's been out and was touring yeah. through schools um yeah and kids seem to really respond to a message that is told through food
0: (laughs) it's universal that one isn't it it's It's
1: like you will learn about this and I don't know if it's that's why you like it I think it's about the cake I think yeah
0: (laughs) so for us mums who are amateur uh, (laughs) books and bakers you probably just would have shuddered if you'd seen what I whipped up for my daughter's second birthday during lockdown are you underselling it I'm sure it well, was- no I'm not I am oh. not I man- I managed to stuff up a packet mix cake like it's so bad oh girl I know <laughs> terrible what are some tips for us amateur mums okay. making our kids' cakes for okay. a birthday because I feel like with Instagram especially, mm-hmm. it's become like there's pressure to, there's so much pressure to have a great party. cake for your kids' party.
1: Yeah. Isn't there? I totally yeah. think that too. Like the Woolies mud is no longer.
0: <laughs> no, it's it, that is not good <laughs> is enough.
1: <laughs> well, the first thing I'm going to say is if you do want a spectacular cake, please go and ask a baker to make that for you. <laughs> it does crack me up and we always laugh and we see on like Facebook community groups or the, all the Pinterest fails and all the the party hacks. I'm like, Oh no. Yeah. So just outsource that one. <laughs> but the biggest and best thing that you can do is give yourself time to make the yeah. cake. I think people forget that. I think you can wake up on the morning of the party and bake, let it cool and ice this magnificent creation. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Like no. it, takes, it takes bakers at least three days to make that beautiful cake that you end up with. So spacing it out being like okay today I'm going to bake the cake tomorrow I'm going to maybe start icing it on day yeah. three I'm going to finish up all the decorations space it out because you do not want to be waking up on um party morning yeah
0: and trying to do that thing no 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 yeah that's <laughs> another mistake I've made actually it's not... oh my god I'm really <laughs> I put the uh the icing on the hot cake didn't think didn't yes. register that it was going to melt
1: yes I've seen I've seen that quite a few times. Wow, to cool down. You're learning. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> it cracks me up when people say they can't so I'm like, but you can read. Can yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's the impatience thing that people have is generally why it
0: goes askew, and probably not spacing it out. That's a that's a really good tip.
1: <laughs> You're so welcome. I look forward to you next.
0: <laughs> don't don't expect big things from me. <laughs>
1: no, I've got complete faith in you. Also, my favorite my favorite thing to say about cake is there's always a back. Like, yeah. As long as it looks good from one angle, it's yeah. always that. Like, it's the front, do fine. Don't, just don't turn around.
0: <laughs> and, of course, we've got Christmas coming up. I don't know if your skills transfer into other desserts or is there, like, a foolproof Christmas cake or dessert that we can whip up on the day to impress our friends and family?
1: I think Christmas is made for pavlova, right? Like, yeah, you know, after, have a pav in summer or in Christmas, If you, I mean, it is relatively easy to whip one of those up, but Mm -hmm. I'm not opposed to buying a pre-made one. That's fine. Yeah, Um, There's some beautiful tutorials online of like how to make beautiful um, like mango roses and decorative strawberries. Mm. If you're going to cheat or looking for something easy, you can go with store-bought. I'm going to allow it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just this one.
1: Yeah, but then just decorating it really beautifully with fresh fruit and maybe some flowers and those sort of bits and pieces is um a nice little christmas hack yeah and there's so much going on on christmas day too you don't oh. want to and people get i mean i'm normally the biggest advocate of please eat the cake please eat the cake particularly at weddings and things like that because it does get forgotten about but on yeah. Christmas, so much food
0: oh yeah so much so dessert. yeah so we're all about keeping life simpler and better mm-hmm. how do you do that for yourself mm-hmm.
1: i think when I feel like things are overcomplicated is that feeling of being on that hamster wheel mm. and that's the end in sight and you're running at full pelt, and there's so much going on and the pace is is fast there's no end in sight that hamster wheel feeling is the worst for me yeah um so simplifying my business and my life is about identifying what is important to me mm-hmm. something that I've come to realize that I cherish in not in just business but in life is my freedom and flexibility mm. I get to dictate when I'm working every month how many days yeah. I do I mean I know that I'm very privileged to do that but that is yeah what I cherish cherish most is that freedom and flexibility so I start my day By writing a list of goals that I have for that day, really, they can be really small ones too. Yeah. Wash the dishes today at work, like just stuff like that, really small list of goals. Yeah. Um, And then working out what the bigger picture things I am focusing on, because I don't think you can be chasing all of your big dreams at once.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Focusing on one. So I write every single day, like what I'm focusing on today, really small, tangible stuff the bigger picture the broader focus of the direction I'm heading in all my big dreams and then one particular goal that I'm like okay and we're actively taking steps towards that today mm. that makes my life feel a lot simpler particularly when it's written down I think that yeah there's something about the action of physically writing something down with like pen to paper that gives. I'm you exactly
0: the same yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: I mean it's or even things like you think you have a busy day ahead in your brain and then you start writing
0: and you're like oh it's No, it's not that bad. It's actually manageable. (laughs) Yeah. I can do it. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Alicia, thank you so much for joining us. Where can our listeners find you on Instagram? They can find me at Sweet
1: Bakes on Instagram where we have lots of fun. It's a happy cake-filled space over there. I
0: love it. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of It's All Her. If you have loved this episode, please rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen. Share it with a friend. I'll be back in your ears very soon.